here. Recording in progress. All right. So you watched Chainsaw Man episode six? six I think I it wasn't episode five. They're still in the hotel room, right? Like, I think it's right when they discover they realize that they're trapped. No, there's a new one where they, they're they trapped already. Yeah, they're trapped. And then um, they're all basically like Denji, like fucking die for us. Yeah. Even even the the girl with the eye patch that seems to I I assume she had all her shit together is like sorry, and what's the name of the guy that sacrifices himself? Or takes the knife? Oh, uh, Aki, yeah. Aki takes the fucking knife of this guy and says, "Look, I don't like him, but if I want to kill the devil god, I can't do it alone. I'm gonna need his help. So no, the, he's the, not dying. The gun devil, yeah." Which I mean, that's kind of un- that's an understandable. It's not that he likes Denji. He's just like, if you fucking die, I can't have my ultimate victory. It's like Vegeta, but like the cousin of Vegeta. <laughs> I love how you try to make sense. Every- you try to make everything make sense with uh with Dragon Ball references. Everything uh, can make sense with Dragon Ball references. Your marriage? Are you more of a Vegeta and Bulma? Or are you more of a Chi Chi and Goku? Or more of a Gohan and Videl? Eh? Uh, eh? I had a uh, today at work. Uh, my team, the ones that I'm doing the training with, were like around ten, mm-hmm. and I came back from lunch and they were talking, and I walk in and immediately I go like, "What's up?" And they, they and immediately as I walk in, all of them like look back at me, and one of them goes like, "Yeah, I totally see it," and I went, "What?" And he goes, "Oh, we're seeing which of us would be the warrior Z," and I was like. What? It's like, yeah, like the Sea Warriors from Dragon Ball. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's, it's like, we're seeing like who would be each of us. You would be Piccolo. And I was like, I don't think so. But okay. I see it. And then they just started going off on like everyone else. And like everyone else, I guess they made sense. But like, yeah. I see it. I, you could be Piccolo. You're very, Piccolo is a very highly respected and beloved character. So I, I, I see you being a Piccolo. He's a better father than Goku, I'll tell you that. But. Huh? What he's a better he's a better father than Goku. I'll tell you that. But Goku, okay, Piccolo sacrificed himself for Gohan twice. Goku has done it at least four times. All right, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't present for like his life to help him grow up. Hey man, all right. One dad has to stick around and raise the kid. The other one has to defend the world. All right, what do you want? They Gohan can't grow up in a world that doesn't exist. <laughs> if anything, Goku did the hard part. All right. He was away from Gohan to save Gohan. All right, we'll see. We'll see about that. I don't know enough about Dragon Ball, so I keep this conversation going. Um, but yeah, so that happened. So this new episode of Chainsaw Man. By the way, like just to give some context, uh, every episode, every review that we do, since we do it weekly, it's like also a small recap of this week's Chainsaw Man episode. Like if that, just so. If, if you're confused of like what wh- why am I clicking? I, I thought we were talking about Pearl. Yeah, we're talking about this for like at least the first five to ten minutes. So, so in this episode, uh, they're trapped in this like loop, uh, loop floor in a hotel, which I think would be a, a, an amazing escape room. By the way, uh, like I can't believe someone hasn't done that. Um, well, considering like, uh, how much room it would take, I'm not surprised. Well, actually, that'd be a pretty badass escape room. It'd be pretty fun. It'd be expensive as fuck, though. But I'd be down. Yeah, but and I would pay every second of it. I don't have children. I, I, I can, I can afford it. And <laughs> some bitch. And uh, 
So in this episode, there's no Makima. It's just the Devil Hunters trapped in this trapped in this room, and we're introduced to fan favorite Kobeni, who is uh who is uh stress uh, if his stress became a person, and she, oh my god, she's like one of the most beloved characters in the whole series because she's so nervous and so scared and everything, and so she just wants to like get out like as soon as possible and wants to kill Denji like the the fastest as she can just so she can leave. And one of my favorite panels in the whole manga is just when, when Himeno is saying that, uh, that, uh, oh, she, she, Kobeni lost it. She tried to, she tried to drink water from the toilet. So I knocked her out. And we got to see that panel in this episode where she just knocked out. It's like, she tried to drink water from the toilet. So I knocked her out. Uh, I heard someone complaining that, oh, she's one of the cutest characters. And then they were like talking about her snot crying, like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Uh, that's how she is. That's I did not expect less. I saw a lot of people that were like, "Oh, she's cute. Why is she so annoying?" No, that's what. That's how she is. Like she's so stressed. She doesn't want to be there. And then it's funny because like she loses it, and then Power is just laughing at her like the whole time. It's yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, so so is that her role throughout the whole series? She just freaks the fuck out when everything goes goes wrong. Pretty much. Why keep her around then? Get rid of her. She needs the money to pay for her, for her brother's college. She's an adult. Fucking leave. I don't know how old she is, but... Oh, you'll see. You'll see what happens to her. It's what was that? Funny. Or being, what, an escort? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, you'll see what happens. She, she, her her storyline ends up pretty, so being pretty funny. I, I trust you. I will trust yeah. you. But no, um... I liked it though. Solid, like good action. I the animation like still fucking floors me because it always looks like top notch animation. Yeah, yeah. Mappa is like a boss when it comes to making animation, and I like that we got a chance to like see more of, of Himeni, who is uh who's Aki's partner. She's the girl with the eye patch. I really like her character. Um, so I like that we got to see like more of her, look see more of her background, and like how she and Aki started being partners and friends and how she she showed him how to smoke and shit like that so i like that we had like a like an episode of like just background of getting to know each other and stuff and i love that we get to see more of denji and power just being uh being very chaotic besties like i love that moment when power is like we should just kill him and he goes like no and then later she goes like we should wrestle he's like no you're gonna kill me like it just keeps escalating man i'm wondering though how so that thing is the demon, but it's feeding off their fear. Not yeah. their fear. Not all of them are scared. They're yeah. all gradually getting worse and worse and worse, right? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the best way to beat that monster to knock everyone out except for Denji and let him fuck it up. Well, you'll see next episode. Is that where I get to see the, the weird thing that you were like, if they do it, they're going to be legendary? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. It's probably gonna happen in the next episode, like probably at the end of the next episode. If not on the next next episode, I'm gonna give you like a warning. Okay. Okay. When you watch it, when you watch the next episode, don't eat while you're watching it, and don't watch it with anyone else around you. If you can watch it with headphones, the better. Because I don't know how hardcore they're they're they're, they're gonna go with it. What? Okay, just tell me what the fuck it is. I'm not gonna tell you what the fuck it is. Oh my god! You'll know it when you see it. 
I need to look it up now. Like no, what? No, no. Okay, it, it, does it come from the iPad girl or does it come from the monster? I'm not gonna tell you. I need to know now. You'll just know when you see it. Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, because like I'm I'm conflicted because I want to tell you because I want to see your reaction, but I also want I would love to see the reaction while you're watching the episode. Like that's what I want to see. Wait, <laughs> is it the thing where she has tentacles down there? She doesn't have tentacles on there. She's she's a human. Okay. No, this is not hentai. Just just, just relax. No, no. I saw a picture on Facebook, and it was like Chainsaw Man was like in the shadow. He was holding someone upside down, and they had tentacles there. Like oh. I think he was going after a demon. I'm assuming. No. So no, like... Denji and Denji and Himeni are not going to fight. Oh, okay. Himeni? Yeah. Oh. Um... <laughs> should I tell you? Should I just tell you? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna tell you, but I will still watch, dude. You don't no, know no, no, no. the shit I've seen. There's no way no, no, you can no. deter me from watching it. I'm gonna tell you, but before I tell you, cut up this and just like just go straight into the intro. <laughs> Introduce us, <laughs> and I'm deleting that. That that's now in my head, and that will be in my head. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Gemma. I am unfortunately Eddie, now with an image in his head that he can't get out of. Reviewing Pearl, and this is the rollback. So Pearl. Are you traumatized? Are you traumatized? Oh, okay, so that never happened to me, but I can only imagine about how disgusting that is. Well, that's what you get for missing my birthday. Pearl, the extraordinary origin story. Trapped on her family's isolated farm, Pearl must tend to her ailing father under the bitter and overbearing watch of her devout mother, lusting for a glamorous life like she's, in, she's seen in the movies. Pearl's ambitious temptations and repressions all collide in the stunning Technicolor-inspired origin of story of X's iconic villain. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do it. You're a son of a bitch. I'm sorry. Folks, no, for the record, I didn't record. I didn't forget Chama's birthday. He forgot to fucking tell anybody. I just, I'm sorry that I don't put. I didn't. You know what? You know what? What? I did. I put an Instagram story that said like, "Today's my birthday. P feel free to like tell me to fuck off." Or something like that. But I think it was in Spanish. So maybe that's why you didn't get it. I guess maybe that's why I didn't get it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> No, I just, I'm sorry. I don't carry a sign that says it's my birthday. I just. You know, I know, I but like fucking something like just as a heads up. So I could be like, oh shit, happy birthday, man. Well, it's fine. Like I didn't mind. It's just, you know, we're busy. We're busy, man. Fuck you. We're 28. We're 28 years old, man. I'm going to be 29 in less than a You're month. Gonna I'm going to be 29 in, in about yeah. three weeks. Yeah. That's freaky, freaky Friday right there. Ugh. Uh, Just like this movie. There's a, that's uh Okay, so we got Pearl, and it's the prequel to X, which came out earlier in the year. And uh, X takes place what year? In the 70s or 80s? Sometime in the... I want to say the 80s, actually, because I know uh, when they do max in with the three Xs, I want to say that that one takes place in uh, in the 80s during the like porn boom. Okay, so X, it's 1979. I, I, I looked it up. Go. Corn boom? Yeah. Huh? Corn boom? Porn boom. 
Oh, porno. Okay. Remember, like that's why they're trying to make a porno because it's like, oh, we can get rich quick yeah. with this. Yeah. Okay. So Maxine will take place in the eighties, but this is the prequel, which takes place in nineteen eighteen. Like, Jesus, that was an old woman in 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 X, and now we have like the origin story even to that character to the villain. Yeah. I was gonna say, even if we're being conservative with numbers, like if she's at least eighteen in Pearl, that would make her seventy nine in X. Gross. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, uh, almost as gross as we're gonna as what we're gonna see in the next episode of Chainsaw Man, um, but not as <laughs> uh, creepy for some reason. Okay, so we have the origin story. Uh, Pearl played once again by Mia Goth, but th- but this time without all that prosthetic makeup. Um, she was the star, the star in uh, in X, and she's a star here, and she will be the star again in Maxine, where she will play the character once again. Uh, Pearl, I I was shocked by how this was made. Like this was filmed secretly at the same time as uh, as X, and apparently they like wrote it super quickly before they started shooting uh, X. And they got to A24 and they were like, hey, we have this idea to like shoot these back to back. And A24 was like, sure. That sounds freaking weird. Sounds like our sounds like in our wheelhouse here. To have all this money, go, go, go make a masterpiece. And that thing, and I think that's exactly what director Ty West did with X and what he replicated again with Pearl. This one, uh, having Mia Goth uh, be also the co-screenwriter of the of the movie. She she helped uh, write the story in the movie. And I am uh, a little torn because I don't know which one I like best because I really, really liked X. But Pearl, man, there's a ton of movies like X. I cannot think of a movie like Pearl. Like, wow, this works as both a prequel of X. You can watch them in any order and it works. Like, I think you could watch this one first or X first and they both work. They're both super fun movies. And I think uh, this one uh, this one also like has its own style and... You catch a lot of really quick glimpses and references and, and little Easter eggs to to X. So man, I really I really dug Pearl. I dug the hell out of it. You know, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I like Pearl way more than X, like by a mile. Yeah. Like like I, I something about this like character driven like insanity I love. Um I and it's unfortunate because I know for a fact she's not gonna get nominated. But Mia Goth deserves at least an Oscar nomination for how she acted in this role. Not one, but I think, what, like three different long monologues yeah. where she delivers, like, a hard performance. And, like, man, from the get-go. So let's start from the beginning. So it, yeah. it, it starts off, she's a young immigrant from, uh, she, she's a young German immigrant. Um, her husband, Howard, is fighting World War II. She lives with her parents. She works on a farm. Her dad has some type of sickness, although I'm not sure what it is, but he is wheelchair bound and she has a very uptight and that's putting a mildly mother. Um, yeah. And in the first jarring scene, like she's talking to like the animals, like in a very innocent fashion, Mr. Cow, Mr. Horse. And then she says something like, hello, Mr. Goose, and just stabs the fucking goose with the pitchfork. You hear the sad honk and then she feeds it to a fucking alligator. The same alligator from from X. Is it the same alligator from X? Could be. I, I mean, that would make leave. sense. It would stay there because it feeds. They feed it often. Yeah, I mean, how long do alligators live? Probably a lot. 
I want to say only 30 years, man, but I mean, I'm no alligator expert. Let me see. How how long do alligators alligators live? Yeah. Oh, we're looking at 50 the- years. So it's probably like the grand like the son or the grandson of the original alligator. Well, it's cool that they kept that there. It was a nice way to like reuse all the scenery and probably reuse the the alligator in its in its own idea. So I thought I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. So she's there. She has a husband who left for the for the for the war, which I believe is World War One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's happening, and she wishes for you know not kind of like what a Disney princess would want. She wants to see what's out there, what's outside. She wants to be a dancer for the movies. Uh, this movie is very clearly like uh, heavily inspired, and you know, a love letter to like that golden age of cinema, those uh, the the Wizards of Oz and 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 shit like that. Um, so I had a blast with that because I love when movies get like really creative and stuff. I am not a sucker for like the golden age of Hollywood myself, but I think it fit. I, I love how it was so different from X. Like that one is about a very specific type of movie, and this one. Also, but for a different one, mm-hmm. and the fact that they committed to that bit uh, really, really worked. I think. No, definitely. Um, they, man, I did not realize that Ty West could be so stylistic, but this movie has style. Um, very different from from X, where it felt like a nineteen eighties horror film, not in a bad way, but it felt like almost like it was shot in that manner. It had gr- that grainy look. It had that like old look. This movie has a massive pop of color that does remind you of like the golden age with, you know, the wizard of Oz and whatnot. Um, but man, like it, the visuals are, are stunning. Like first and foremost, but the story above all else, um, this, this mannequin deranged girl. And the thing is, we know what's going to become of her. We know the yeah. end game. It's just watching the insanity finally begin to unfold. This is damn near a supervillain origin story. Like, went crazy on the farm, isolation. Also, like, yeah, you're right. Her mother didn't exactly help at all. Her mother was, I, I don't know if it's fair to call it physically abusive, but she was certainly, like, hard on her. Definitely. And I'm not saying there are scenes where you find yourself rooting for Pearl. But you can understand that. I mean, if I if I was in that house, I would also go fucking crazy. Like, yeah. Um, and she sells the fuck out of it. I mean, what you said it yourself. It would be, it would be amazing if she at least got nominated for this because, oh my god, like what a powerhouse! She went fucking crazy. If we can celebrate Joaquin Phoenix for playing an insane Joker, we should celebrate this. I mean, come on, like that. This is Joker for women. Like, it's, it's, it might just be it. You know, honestly, if Arthur Fleck and Pearl got together, that's your Harley Quinn right there. Honestly, why not? Um, so she, she, uh, remind me, does she make her dad drink extra medicine or does she dump some of it out so she can go get some more? I don't remember. Could you repeat that? What? So, do you remember there's a part where she has to go get her dad medicine? Yeah. But she, she meant at the theater. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that's right. But she she mentions that she dumps some of it out early so that way she can go to she can go to town more often so she can go see yeah. the pictures. Um, yeah. and she goes to see a show and she kind of meets a projectionist who gives her a slice of the film and says, you know, big things will come to you, whatever. He seems like a decent guy. Um, yeah. On the way home, a piece of the film gets lost in the in the in a corn maze. She finds a scarecrow. Begins to dance with it, and then she sees the projection that she fantasizes, and then she has a personal moment, a very personal moment that you should put the volume down on. <laughs> uh, I love how right before she did that, she yelled at the scarecrow, "I'm married!" <laughs> like, and she she don't give a fuck. Oh god, it's a scarecrow. But um, it's a- but yeah, she gets home. Her mother kind of lamp uh, like you know gets angry at her. Where well, were you? You took too long. Uh, where's the money? And Pearl says, well, I had some hard candy on the way home. And takes away her fucking dinner. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, cool. you were pretty offended by that. And uh, we, we were texting beforehand. You were pretty offended by that. Yeah, because it's like, you're okay, it's one thing to be angry at your kid. It's another thing to take food from in front of them and say you're not eating, which is, like, terrible. And then somehow it's worse to me that you're going to eat in front of your kid. I don't give a shit how old they are. I don't give a shit what they did. There's a big difference between discipline and denying food. Fuck you. I'm not saying that the mom deserved to die later on. I'm just saying I understand. Yeah. No. And you're kind of, like I said, I'm not rooting for her, for Pearl, but I mean, the dad didn't have it coming, but like the mom, like, come on. Like, the fuck was that? Um, yeah, I was uh I, I had to watch this movie and like uh I had to stop it like uh, at the first like half an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh because my movie just because my uh I rented it and it just kept glitching. Ooh. Uh so like the first half hour the, the movie's not long, it's like 90 minutes, so like a hundred minutes maybe, like a little bit more than like an hour and a half mostly. Yeah. And uh it took me like an hour to watch the first 30 minutes. So but by the time it like it color corrected, like oh god, I was on, I was on till the end. I felt so bad for uh, for the friend, for the blonde friend. Like, like come on, like she just wanted to like do her thing. Like I felt so bad on like seeing that scene where like she leaves the house and she starts chasing her. I mean, it's a great shot with like only one shot, and, like it, it, with her being chased. Um, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Um, but God, I mean, just the style, the substance, her, her acting, her voice, uh, that voice that she's doing. And then I saw an interview with her, and like her normal voice is like so freaking weird, <laughs> like it's so it's so kooky <laughs> and so and so strange. Um, but she manages to do like a lot of different voices, and that that I think is super hard to do. Uh, so I think she's great in that. Uh, she committed the fuck to that bit, like. You understand. You understand why she is the way that she is, but you know you don't condone her. But yeah, you know you, you, she just wanted to see the world. I mean, yeah, the the projectionist was right. She did have a life. She did have a life to live. Like what? Don't don't be stuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, she so um, they get a visit from her, and I didn't realize this uh, until later. Her sister in law. Um, yeah. And they're there to kind of help out. Here's a pig. Like, you know, we're trying, you're trying to be genuinely thoughtful. Like, like they're not trying to be assholes. They're genuinely like, Hey, we're trying to look out for our own here. And you're my sister-in-law. We want to help. 
Um, and you find out that Howard comes from a very, very rich family. Um, which I'm like, wait a second, wait, what? And it begins to all fit together. Uh, but that comes later on. I want to talk about that scene when we get to that scene. Um, but uh, but uh, Misty tells Mitzi, I'm sorry, tells her about an audition to be a, to be a chorus girl. She wants to go. She gets into a fight with her mom. She ends up sneaking away, uh, going back to the projectionist. And he shows her what we call in the industry a stag film. Um, yeah, it, it, early porn. Um, he does encourage her, which I thought was interesting, uh, like a loop back to, to X. But anyway, uh, the projectionist, you know, kind of tells her, hey, pursue your dreams, you know, go out there. We, we're only young once, which is kind of the thing, like kind of the theme in X. You only get one swing at life, like make it count while yeah. you're young. Um, so nice little like circle right there. Yeah, there's a ton of little scenes like that. Like uh, I love how when she go goes to the audition, she has to stand on like an X, and when she gets rejected, the the thing the critic says is like, "Sorry, we're looking for someone with X factor." Like there's a ton of thing, little things that like really connect to that. Didn't they also mention something about her being blonde? Yeah. Uh, like we're looking for a blonde one. Yeah, blonde American girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of fucked up, but whatever. Um, yeah. Not an excuse for murder, but anyway, so she, she gets rejected, um, goes back home. Uh, her mom finds it, finds the, the program. They get into a huge argument. They begin to like physically get into it with each other. Pearl's mom accidentally lights her own dress on fire. She's on fire. And then Pearl when I had to rewind it to double check and this is true, she grabs the pan with a scolding hot water and dumps it on her mom to put out the fire. Hey mom, you know how that burns? Here's how it can burn, but it's but it doesn't take away the skin. But you don't come out crispy, you come out a little soggy. Uh, and then she fucking drags her mom down the stairs Um uh, leaves her dad at the kitchen table, goes to the movie theater, and fucks the projectionist, which, as we all do when we kill our parents. Yeah. I mean, it was only the logical, the most logical thing to do. Well, what do you think during the argument? Like, like during the whole thing with her parents and then the kitchen, the fire and all that, what do you think? I feel like A24 does love to, to, to make these little, like, family arguments. Especially over dinner. Especially over dinner, especially with long monologues. Um, so I'm, I was kind of looking forward to it. I, I was like, okay, where is the family issues thing? And honestly, by the point where like she's she's fucking the projectionist, I, I was at the point where I was sitting there and I was watching it, and I went, "Well, we've all been there, you know." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we, we've all been there." Um, I don't know. I I feel bad for the dad. I don't know. He didn't do um, anything. He didn't do anything. I mean, literally, he literally didn't do anything. But like, he existed. That was his mistake. He, he was just there. And, he lived. Uh, the yeah. Uh, the mom was like. Also, uh, another connection to X. Like now we know when. Uh, uh what the fuck's her name? Uh, the other girl in X, the the one who was just gonna do sound and then ended up being in the movie. Uh, I forgot her name, but it's it's Jen Ortega. Uh, so who's like having a blast of a year also. Um, so when Jenna Ortega is like in the basement, like she sees some bodies like rotting there. And like, now we know, now we know whose bodies were there. 
were they? Uh, <laughs> I like how they connected that back. Uh, I kind of want to rewatch X now, just to like see see what else oh. I missed that probably connects to it. Other little things. Yeah, this is becoming like this year's uh, what was the uh, the the Fear Street trilogy last year? I feel like this is becoming kind of that of this year. Uh, if they if they can release Maxine before the end of the year, I'm down. I think it's not going to. I think it's going to come out until the until next yeah. year. It's probably um, gonna wait, but still, damn. But God, if if Maxine is as good or even better than these two, man, we're gonna have a great little modern horror trilogy in our hands. What's it called? Um, I wonder. I wonder what uh, elements they're gonna explore in the next one, though. I'm kind of curious on that. I think I think it's gonna be like about Maxine because uh, it's gonna be, I think, in the '80s now. And it's Maxine like trying to make it as an actress, like in California. Oh, and she's gonna be. Ah, uh, I'm predicting it right now. They're gonna treat her very sexistly. They're gonna try to sleep with her so she can get parts, and they're gonna be like, "You're just a sexy body." Like the the only notoriety about you is the all the deaths, and that's not gonna sell movie tickets. People are just interested. Eddie, Eddie, I don't think you heard me. This movie takes place in the eighties, not now. Yeah, it's still gonna happen the same way. <laughs> is this pre Weinstein or post Weinstein? Pre Weinstein, uh, it's gonna go like that. Oh God. Uh, okay um what else what else what else okay um they go back to the farm yeah they go back to the farm uh they try to she tries to like play it off as everything's fine as if there's not a pig rotting at the at the at the at the, at the doorstep which by the way fuck you that looked delicious what they did look delicious right um so it was just chilling there like being eaten by worms and then he has to like act like this is normal and then she's talking to the to the animals, he has to pretend that this is normal, and then she talks about killing the dog, and then she mentions a dog, and then they don't have a dog, and he tries to, like, of course, leave, and then she gets upset because she's being weird, uh, which is a dynamic that I've never understood in my entire life as a dude, and uh, and so next, uh, they try to kill, she, she, she kills him in the car. Um, so, that, like, you know, she's so real. <laughs> like what? She she man, and she's I so feel I kind of feel bad for him because like he didn't do much wrong. Yeah, you're just like, oh, you want to sleep together? Cool. Hey, I'll drop you off. Here, let me get you your bike. I got you. Like he's trying to not be a bad guy. He's trying to not be a jerk, but. It gets too weird to a point where she he's like, I'm out. And then she proceeds to stab him in the chest with a fucking pitchfork. Yeah. So that's um, and we see like the car like kind of falling, 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 falling. And then I does it end up with the with the crocodile as well? The car ends up in the river, I think. Because remember, in X, they mentioned that there's a bunch of cars there. They don't ever, I don't know if they show that particular one, but that becomes their MO, I'm assuming, which travelers come, they use them for whatever they want, and then they just, like, ditch the bodies with the crocodile and put their body in the lake. Yeah. Because this is pre, like, internet. Like, it'd be a lot harder to get away with that scam nowadays because everyone knows where everyone is. Um, But, uh, so, then she goes to the auditions. Uh, my bad, I, I misplaced the auditions part. Uh, now she goes to the auditions after she kills the guy. Uh, and then she gets told we're looking for an all-American type. Uh, they go back to the place, and then that's where my favorite scene in both films happens. Um, 
this like I want to say maybe three four minute monologue um, from uh, from Pearl where she gets a lot of shit off her chest like a dangerous amount of- and the thing is Mitzi didn't ask for all this she was just like well Pearl you can talk to me about it bear in mind yeah. this is her sister-in-law that's just trying to be nice to her like tell me yeah. about how you're worried about my brother or something you know yeah. <laughs> she wasn't prepared for everything from hey, killed all these people and shit and yeah. i like hurting them and i and 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 that's just the person i am and that's not okay and then she talks about how she hates being here she hates the farm when she first met uh howard she was like that's it that's her ticket that's her way to get out and uh she mentions at one point the reason why i never looked another man in the eye wasn't because uh i was I, I don't remember if it was out of respect for howard or because he she knew that he could do better and didn't want to give him a chance to look away because she knows that she's not that great um and then like so much more happens there's that uh she mentions that she uh yes yeah, she kills she cheated she made a mistake and she's sorry about it how she hates where she lives she despises howard because howard comes from money and the first time she saw it she loved it she wanted to be there but fucking howard said no we're gonna go and live on a farm it's like what the fuck's wrong with you this is better why are you running from the money you son of a bitch um and she says how she resents him but she resents him even more now because he's gone because he sentenced her to the farm and then he left and left her to deal with the farm and her family by himself by herself um like all this stuff how she feels abandoned how she feels distraught destroyed and torn down and then she hates uh she's jealous that mitzi won the audition like like there's so much in there and i'm just like my god um it's just so much and this monologue alone makes me say man if she doesn't get fucking nominated i call bullshit and i call rigged uh, God, if the Oscars had even a slight respect for for movies like this, I mean, first of all, they would have nominated Tony Collette for Hereditary. I mean, uh, she was fucking amazing. But this is a close second. Like, my God, everything that she does in this, from her voice to the dancing to the acting to how fucking crazy and delusional and insane she fucking is. I mean, wow. And you know who the MVP of the movie is? Who? Howard. Because Howard's a real one for staying after all that shit. You think so? I mean, you weren't bolted for the door. That man stayed. Bro, he grew old with her. I would have bolted for the door so fast. It's not even funny. But well, I would have as well. But like Howard's, a, Howard's a real one. Howard's braver <laughs> than the troops. Like, <laughs> I wonder if she ever told him about the projectionist. Oh my god, I don't know. By the way, oh, the projection wait. what's up? No, no, wait, no, they were okay with sleeping with other people. That's right. Also, uh the projectionist is the same guy from the that movie that we saw earlier this year, the one about the girl who gets pregnant and we see like the, her life in like both sides if she has it and she had. Yeah. Uh she's the guy that she meets like working when Oh, he's, he's the dreamy the, one. He's the dreamy one where, where she doesn't get pregnant. Yeah. Ah, that's right. And then he goes to somewhere to do his documentary and they lose it and all that shit. 
Yeah, that guy's just gonna play like the hot boyfriend for like the rest of his life. He's gonna be. The, hopefully, he doesn't get Channing Tatum. No, uh, let's hope he does. Channing Tatum is funny. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm saying like he doesn't get typecast forever. Well, Channing Tatum broke out of that, so didn't he just release the trailer for Magic Mike: The Last Dance? Yeah, I haven't seen the trailer, but I heard about it. That's gonna be fun. You know what? You know what movie looks way more fun though. Which one? John Wick Chapter Four. Are you being for real? There's a trailer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it, dude. It looks awesome. I know I it's saw... not gonna be the end, but I can't wait to see it. I saw the preview, not the preview, but I saw the poster for the, the spinoff, the ballerina mm -hmm. with Anna de Armas. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves apparently is in it too. Uh, We'll probably make an appearance. Yeah, probably like cameo in it. That one, that, I think I'm more excited about that one than I am for John Wick 4. That I, makes sense. Man, oh, and the Continental Show, which I don't know when it's going to come to HBO, but I can't fucking wait. I feel like they've been talking about that show for like five years. Like, where is it? I think, I don't know if they're filming it now. I'll look it up. Well, anyway, let's talk about the current movie at hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Pearl is... Oh, God. Like, uh, yeah, people are going to talk about that monologue for years, but I want to talk about the end credits. Man. Oh, man. That... But those end I did credits not see hurt. it coming. I did not see it coming, like, at all. Like, uh, first of all, it was a great shot when she's... Uh, there's, like, a quick little shot of uh, her at the table sitting with her with uh, the corpses of her mom and her dad and she put the pig in the middle and it's really fast you can just see like a quick little shot of like them sitting down and then you just see like howard walking in and being like pearl like what happened and then she, she like turns to him and goes like what what did she say she what did she say when he comes in uh, uh howard you're home and yeah, she just that smiles one, like, she like smiles and, and doesn't there's no break. cut. It doesn't break for like almost two minutes, I think. She doesn't blink. She starts crying. Uh, and then they just play the end credits, like on top of her. But, and yeah. but two straight minutes without blinking. And you see Mia Goth forcing her eyes to stay open. You see her veins, you see her muscles, you see her mouth does like click, like I stop yeah. smiling, re-smile. You see, at one point, at the very end there, spit was starting to come out of her mouth because she couldn't contain yeah. it. Because the gulp would mean to close her lips. Yeah. And uh, she just holds it and holds it and holds it and holds it. And you're getting uncomfortable now. She keeps holding it. Yeah. I was so uncomfortable. I was watching this movie by myself, like in my room, in a dark room. And... No, not the way to do it. I feel like even in the theater, I would have been freaking the fuck out. Uh, like that shot was scarier than smile. Like it was Jesus. Like you can do so much with so little. And she did wonders. Mia Goth, don't listen to the to those church people. What the fuck did they know? You are a star. And I I don't even know what to say about that. Like, it was so uncomfortable, but so, like, power. I don't even know if powerful is the right word. Just, like, God. Vicious, maybe. Might be a better word for it. Yeah. Um, so great. Loved it. Loved every second of it. I don't know 
like I said, I don't. Uh, there's a part of me that kind of want to put wants to put this above X because uh, I feel like we have movies that are like X, but we have nothing that is like Pearl. Like wow, it's uh, this is why I love watching those small move smaller movies. First of all, because they're short. Second of all, because you find really original pieces, really original properties here, and. I love it. I love that we're getting like all these great uh, little horrorish movies because this is not a scary movie. It's barely even a slasher. Uh, it's more of a drama, just with like very, very, you know, killer elements. So, so glad I watched it. Cannot wait to see Maxine. Uh, I'm giving this a four out of five. Loved it. way better than X. I don't remember what grade I gave X, but Pearl's for sure like a B plus A. Like, yeah. I don't know if and when I'm ever going to watch this again, but man, it it was something very unexpected. I Maxine, I, I expect it to be great as well, I'll be honest. Um, man, I, I just don't know what they can add to this now. Like, what more can they do? Honestly, Maxine has like a big, big shoes to fill. Two big shoes to fill. Um, but if, if they hit it out of the park, like, man, we're going to have a modern horror trilogy that, like, works. Uh, when the, when Maxine comes out, I'm, I'm going to rewatch both Pearl and X and, uh, and, and, and then watch Maxine. Hopefully they do, like, uh, like triple features on theaters or something because, like, oh, that, that, that would be so much fun. Uh, I'll be down for that. Also, also I, saw, I saw a lot of people dressing up as Pearl for Halloween, and I thought that was great. I saw Pearl also. I saw one person dressed as Pearl, so yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm so glad. That any movie that can cost a Halloween costume and you can recognize it immediately, for, even for how niche it is, I'm, I, I love it. I love when they do when they do shit like that. So, uh, yeah, nothing to dislike here. Pretty fun, pretty original. This is uh, rollback approved. Yeah. Um, yes. Real quick, though, before we go, uh, I want to also mention something real quick. This has nothing to do with Pearl, but this might be some interesting news that you and you might be interested in. So okay. apparently James Wan studio and Blumhouse studio may be merging. Really? Blum Imagine James Wan and Blumhouse together. They've collaborated before, haven't they? I'm not sure if they collaborated before, but imagine if like they get bought out and they well, not bought out, but they merge together into one big conglomerate. It's called uh, Atomic Monster. Atomic Monster is uh, James Wan's studio. So Atomic Blumhouse or Blum Monster? I feel like Blumhouse is really big to like, but, you know, I love James Wan. I Imagine getting multiple good horror films a year from these two. Hell yeah. Look, I fucking loved Malignant. If I could have more, more Malignants, yeah, why the fuck not? Uh, they're doing uh, oh, fuck. They're doing the uh, the. Are they doing a sequel to Mortal Kombat? Are they ever gonna do that? I think so. Um, last I checked, yeah, it was supposed to be about the tournament, no? I think so. Uh, and they have that uh, that Megan movie that's gonna come out, that that, that doll one. Uh oh, god, that's gonna be weird. Also, fun fact. Uh, so I checked, double checked the Continental. Uh, it's actually set to premiere in Peacock sometime in twenty twenty three. Okay, all right. Stars uh, initially had the rights, and then they sold them to distribution. They sold the distribution rights to Peacock because they said 
it doesn't maintain with the what we want to release right now. From what I read, it's because they can't afford it anymore. They're like, hey, it's too expensive now. Like we we're gonna sell it to Peacock. Uh, uh. Which expect weekly reviews, folks. Whenever that Continental comes out, uh, I'm gonna have to watch it, right? Okay, fine. Uh, all right, but when January comes in, we do have to review the Last of Us, Last of Us TV show when that comes out. Deal, deal. All right, so it's great. Um, all right, so we'll see how the Atomic Monster and uh, Blumhouse merger comes in. Oh my god, can you imagine a James Wan Halloween movie? Like, wait, a Halloween Halloween? Like Michael Myers? Oh, no, wait, Blumhouse is losing the rights after uh, after this one. Yeah. yeah, they're going back oh, to Epcot. Oh, uh, never mind. All right. Guess, guess we'll just have to have Aquaman 2, I fucking guess. Hey, man. That was delayed, right? It was delayed to, like, Christmas next year, right? Yep, because wow. I, I think they're still debating on the Amber Heard situation. And also, I think they need to figure out where it fits with the DCU. Well, now the DCU. Sons of bitches. Uh, well, oh, folks, fun fact. Uh, tomorrow, actually, I'm posting the first video of the Star Wars experiment. Nice. The Phantom Menace. Can't wait to see how that goes. Uh, I am watching uh, the the menu. I think on Saturday. So I was I gonna really... ask what you wanted to review next week. All right, the menu it is. Yeah, uh, I am not looking forward to it. It looks like a big studio trying to make an A twenty four movie, and it feels like I can see through them through their eyes. Like the trailer was like, "Why are you trying to make a menu scary?" Like, like you can use your rough finds all you want. Like, the, just it's not. It doesn't work like that. Voldemort does I'm, not work like this. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I don't know how I feel about the movie. I'll let you know when I see it. It's getting good reviews, but I'll let you know when when I see it. Well, see, I want to know is like, are they like special? Are they like trained assassins or like what? That's what I want to know. But we'll find out. I when feel like see it. I just don't get what the concept is. Like, what what is this? Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see it when we see it. I guess. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else you want to add? No, um, folks, if you haven't seen Pearl, you're doing yourself a disservice. Go watch it. Go watch it with all your with all your uh, loved ones, especially the ones that you get awkward around. Go watch Pearl with them, and go watch X with them. <laughs> the ones you, you get awkward around. I double dare you, motherfuckers. What watch does that mean? <laughs> the ones that you don't want to watch really awkward sex scenes with, watch it with those people. All right. I dare you. I fucking double dare you. Okay. Fine. I guess. Uh, oh, God. Uh, all right. Uh, that should be it. That should cut it for it. Thank you so much for watching. We are uh, Our podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, you can also find video reviews there. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, we'll have another review next week. My name is Chema. I've been Eddie. And this was... The robot. Signing off with a reminder that if you already kill your parents and your dream is to leave, you can just leave now. You didn't have to wait for the for the audition. Like she could have been like, "Okay, I failed the audition. I'll just move to New York." Like I I, I can do that. Like the economy is not in shambles yet. Like I can just leave.
You could also play stupid, get home, and be like, oh my god. Yeah. And then she's a victim. I'm a star! I'm a star! Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.